Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with their life. Hi guys, welcome back to the Vitality Coach Show. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdemore, and I'm kind of excited about a couple of things today. First of all, just to be alive, it always excites me, but secondly, to be sitting next to another genius in the world of creativity, innovation, advertising, and creating movements, that is Stephen Scott Johnson. Stephen, welcome. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you for sparing some valuable time of yours in a very, very busy month, because this is the launch month of Emergent. Ooh. It is. Exciting. I believe this is the only copy available to man right now. It is the only copy available to man. Okay. And the only it has one gold inside it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. before I go into this book, I think it'd be really great because we have 85 countries tuning into the show. Not all of them are watching this on YouTube. We have some great podcast listeners. So welcome, guys. Stephen, give us your two-minute elevator pitch of who you are and what your passion is. Uh, I'm passionate about helping people connect with their purpose um, and igniting that in people and organisations. The focus of my work for the past 20 years has been around fueling stronger and more authentic engagement, whatever that looks like, in a business, in your life, and just working out lots of experiments and testing and failing and learning and, and adapting and helping do that. And your background's in, in advertising and creative industry? Digital innovation. Exactly. So I rode that whole wave of the World Wide Web and, you know, interactive design and looking at how design went from being a static thing to a very people-based and community-centric type of thing. And when we first met and we started talking about creating insights and connection for people to really accountably live the life they wanted, whether it was business or personal, you spoke about movements. Mm -hmm. So what's your view on the idea around a movement these days and the difference between tribes and, and people sort of doing campaigns? And when do people have a personal choice of what they get involved with and not? Well, ultimately, it's about what aligns with your purpose and what you stand for as an individual. And I think I fell into movements. It wasn't something that I, I sought. I was just, I came into the world of advertising in the late 90s and I had no background in advertising whatsoever. And I was looking at some of the ways that companies were engaging with people and I thought, that's just retarded. Like the, there was no humanity in what they were doing. It was all data and systems and processes. And I was like, what if we could have a conversation and actually really connect with these people and what would that look like? And as I just started to experiment with things and, and some of them worked and some of them didn't. And, but the ones that worked really worked. And I am also very passionate about the environment and people having access to medicine and, you know, health services and things like that. So I was uh, invited to help out on a project with, uh, with UNICEF, which um, was to distribute insecticide-impregnated mosquito nets. Um, and that's kind of where it all really started. There was like, you know, a million babies dying a year from malaria. And, um, and part of that problem was getting the nets to people that, that needed them the most in those really remote places in the world. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the fundraising channels in not-for-profit, they're all competing against one mm-hmm. another. So it was this dying model within an even bigger dying model. And 
And so I was like, what if we could get them all connected and working together? And the UN had a, an agenda to distribute 20 million nets by 2012. And this movement became, started called the Undercover Movement and it became um, the UN Malaria Envoy, the World Malaria Envoy, which delivered its 20 million nets two years before its target simply because we, connect, we found a way to leverage the principles of movements to connect them all to each other. That was extraordinary. I think, you know, when you're speaking and introducing your background, there's three things that really come through, and I'm sure you're just going to have to come back on the show. One of them that resonates with me is the saturation of non-for-profit organisations and the element of giving back. And I think people just feel helpless. They're like, oh, it's just too much. I don't know where to, mm. to give, to do, to connect or create anymore. So they just go, I can't. I'm paralysed by too much information. That's exactly right. And one of the things underlying all of this is this what I call generation exhibition. So Facebook, social media, everyone's out there doing things but no one is doing things with each other in a way that's connected true and authentic because we don't know how to interact anymore so one of the nicest challenges that you help people overcome is emerging into their own purpose again yeah and saying what really matters to you because once you have that gps and we just discussed that when i had mark chorson on the show which is when you know your deepest value all of a sudden you have an anchor that's so right. how do you translate that when you're working with organisations that need to create movements? How do they find their purpose? Well, you can never actually um, – part of the big culture and engage, engagement crisis that is talked about by major institutions worldwide, something like Deloitte Human Capital Trends for years and years and years have said, you know, around 90% of managers all over the world say that culture and engagement is critical. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, well, what's causing that, right? What's at the heart of that? And it is incongruence between a person's individual purpose and the strategic direction or the purpose of the organisation they work for. Yes. And you will never bring those things together. No. Right? It's impossible. So that's when co-creation of a higher purpose that we all believe in, um, and it's an opportunity and an invitation for organisations to go, are there social problems that intersect with our business? And if so, how can we address them through our operation? And, yeah. and then getting their staff involved and their clients involved and all their partners and suppliers involved in co-creating that higher purpose. And that's when you create critical aspiration to something that's bigger than you or me and the organisation. I love that. And there's yeah. a, a, an, AF, uh, an AFL coach that used to coach Melbourne and he has motor neuron disease, and he says it's not what we say, it's what we do, and it's not being selfish, it's being selfless. Yes. And when organisations move from being selfish into selfless, and when individuals do that, the connection to the greater purposes. And I want listeners who are sitting with us, whether you're in a car or on a treadmill or walking the dog, and those of you that are watching YouTube and going, how handsome is Stephen's outfit, <laughs> um, to, to think about the fact that whether or not you're a startup and a founder or a stay-at-home mum or a large multinational organisation, you have the same ripple effect to create a sense of shared purpose. And that's what's so cool about this. And I think when you're speaking, people think this only applies to large organisations, but no. in actual fact, it starts at home. Yeah, it starts with within you and it's, it's the conscious leadership bit. Mm -hmm. It's actually how you bring yourself to a situation exactly. first and foremost. And then how you do that with one and two and three or, you know, a few other people and then how does that impact the culture of the place you work in? Yeah. And I, I have this sort of this uh, distinction between working with, not for. Yeah. And, and, you know, and innovating with, not for. Mm -hmm. And when you, when, you, when you innovate with, 
you unlock a level of innovation and creativity that isn't possible in any other in any other measure. Yeah. It's really powerful. And we spoke about that. We did a little express session talking about the power of co-creation, collaboration, and chemistry. And when you were there because you were founded and grounded in your own experience you're not trying to push your ideas onto people you've got you're trying to add value yeah and as a, a you know a coach a consultant or anyone that's selling a product or service or even as a parent how can you add value to that situation because you're comfortable in yourself yeah and that's what i love about your journey is it starts with leaders but it starts at home <laughs> now let's talk a little bit about pausing to actually work out how you do define that because i think it's all very well um, understanding that we need to do it but people don't do the work and just press pause for a second to define the purpose that they could have or mm. what really resonates. Well, there's no real re- recipe for emergence, right? It's something where the conditions, though, can be, you know, enabled to enable it to flourish. And really it stops with having presence and, you know, a, mi- a mindset of possibility and, and or a growth mindset, others would call it. Mm-hmm. And when you actually... When you pause to reflect on the impact you create, you start to actually think about, uh, am I comfortable with myself? How do I show up? And how does my personality and how does my behaviour impact my environment? You know, does it add value to it? Does it piss it off? Does it, you know, does it really kind of, you know, disrupt and but not in a good way? And so you start to think about ways that you can level up. And I talk about this in my book a lot about leveling up and how wherever you identify on that journey, on that conscious leadership journey, um, what, what does your contribution look like and, and how can you create more impact? And it's not to say that you have to become something else, but I, I talk about becoming something more because all exactly. of your history is really important and relevant to where you are now and where you go in the future and i just love that and i think that's a beautiful nugget for the show it's not about we're not asking you to become another company we're not asking you to become another person we're asking you to become more of yourself and to allow yourself time to reflect and not be afraid of what the mirror might hold or the fact that you don't have to have everything figured out but pressing pause and whether people do that through meditation or i do it through nano breaks it's having the self-awareness to go you don't have to answer straight away you don't have to know everything you just have to replace fear with curiosity i was going to say be relentlessly curious Mm. because curiosity there's a fascinating study on the brain and how when when people are curious that center of the brain that lights up Mm -hmm. when you get candy or gifts it's an excitement endorphin yeah Yeah, instead of a serotonin with stress that's exactly right Mm -hmm. so you have when you're curious amazing stuff happens or can happen Uh, you just see the world through a different lens yeah and that's beautiful and i think let's use the word aperture for this today we want to encourage you to have a different aperture a different lens a different filter and to come from a curious filter and to be emergent in your thinking yes and um where can people find your book at the moment on Booktopia and Amazon and on my website, stephenscottjohnson.com. Ignite purpose, transform culture, make change stick. And that's what I love about this is that, you know, all of us collectively, whether we're thought leaders or how we hang out with each other, we're all very tangible in our advice on whatever you're listening to right here. We want to ignite you and empower you to go, what's going to be sustainable? Not what's another inspirational serial conference going moment, but what are you going to do now after listening to this podcast or watching this video and think, right, there's three things I can do right now. So let's give them three little nuggets, three tasks they could do immediately to 
become emergent, be emergent, and just kickstart that process? Yeah. One is to pause and listen. Sense your environment, sense what's going on around you, and and then based on what you sense, respond. You know, don't be reactive to stuff all the time. Or, or just go, 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 so you're not actually, you're not actually really growing. You're just on like an autopilot, mm-hmm. so you're not sensing your environment and not and not experiencing abundance and joy mm-hmm. um, in the moment that can be, you know, experienced in the moment. So that's one thing. I think another thing would be to uh, to not be afraid to collaborate. Be be interdependent, not independent. Mm-hmm. So when you're an island or you isolate yourself. Um, and I've learned so much about the value of actually listening and then, you know, being being empowered to collaborate. And the third thing would be to to be curious all the time, um, to never never have a fixed mind around anything, but be be open to the possibility that something you didn't see or sense before is actually is right in front of you there to be explored and and uh, and tapped into. That's beautiful. So, you know, press pause, be curious. And also I think the interesting thing is everyone's on autopilot. You're quite right. So yeah. feel like yeah, we have a richness in moment. And like everyone yeah. says to me, can I bottle up your vitality? And the only way, the reason I have so much energy and I get so much excitement from what I do is because I'm very present. I mean, we're sitting here together mm. in this moment. There is no time like the now. That's right. I'll never get that time back. No. And I think it's a real gift to read books like yours and to have these discussions where we're like, we really want to engage people to do things now mm. and to be now. You don't have to rewrite the script. Anything that got you to this point where you're listening to this episode is all an evolution. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and come from a place of curiosity and not fear and don't be rigid in your thinking. That's right. You know, it's like water through stones. There's always a pathway if you just allow it to find its own flow. So if if someone had told me 10 years ago that I would be sitting here doing this right now with a book, I would have laughed at them and said they were crazy. You know, like, and because I never considered that I had a contribution like that. Mm. Isn't that ironic? Well, and I think that's part of your humility, Stephen, and part of the reason why we're all so supportive and so engaged and seeing each other shine because there's an authenticity behind the content that you're putting out. It's because you've earned your stripes in this area, you've walked your talk, and that's why I love having guests like you on the show because the, the advice that you're given is grounded. And that's, I think, what we want to educate you on. If you are listening to ideas and great podcasts and shows, make sure that whatever you take away is relevant for you. Be inspired yeah. by others. Mm-hmm. Um, but have something that resonates for you. Is it real time? What can you do immediately? And I keep reminding everyone, just pause and think, is this good for me? Because you have to walk your own journey and and be proud of that is. And you don't need to know what it is. an evolution, right? No. I mean, who knows? I mean, we've spoken about having our own CNN-style show, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. We were lining up and saying, yeah. who could we interview? And, the anchor people. Yeah, the anchor people, exactly. So I really think our message and my message is to help Stephen share Emergent. I think it's great. And if you want to hear more about Stephen, you can go into the show notes of vitalitycoach.com.au. It'll be in the podcast section. I have a special influencer section as well. You'll be a star of that. And go on to stephenscottjohnson.com. The book Emergent is available on Booktopia. This is the only one available right now in June 2017. So whenever you're listening to this, there will be more on the market. Yeah, they, they hit the market in two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think so we'll, we'll make sure the podcast comes out in time for the launch of your book. Yeah. 
And Simon, thank you for coming on, sharing your wisdom, your insights, and the fact that there is a power now. Um, there's a power to be curious, and there's a power that we all have a responsibility part of a ripple effect uh, in giving back, and also by doing that, we create more for ourselves. So what would be one little mantra or nugget of information you'd like to leave with the show today for our listeners? Uh, exactly that. Create ripples, not rockets. Don't launch a rocket into the sky. Learn how to create ripples, just little ripples that permeate. If you think about ripples and rain on a pond, if you create lots of ripples, you have far more impact, right, instead of one ripple that dissipates, right? But if you learn how to do that on just as a part of your daily life, it's extraordinary. So create ripples, not rockets. You're here today with me, with Stephen Scott Johnson, the author of Emergent on the Vitality Coach Show. Thank you for tuning in across the globe. I hope that you get some of our fun slang and idiosyncrasies. No words from the dictionary today, but we will be putting some great links on the podcast show notes, thevitalitycoach.com.au. And if you want to hear more about Stephen or my other guests or join me on one of my workshops and retreats, I'd love to hear from you. Just drop us a line and we'll be in touch. Until then, you stay healthy, wealthy and wise. And don't forget, you need to be the CEO of your business as well as your life. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we love your review on iTunes. Or jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au for more from Nikki to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.